Have you ever had a time when you feel like you're working all the time, but you're not getting anywhere? Yeah, me too. We're going to talk about that today and how to prevent that as a follower of Christ, as a kingdom entrepreneur, as a kingdom coach. There's a way to stop that. Hey, 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 and welcome back to Calling Over Comfort. I'm your host, Francine Ivy. Now, Calling Over Comfort is a place for Christians that are willing to get out of their comfort zones and make a difference in the world. Not just keyboard junkies, but really making a difference in the world by being a light in the world, either through ministry, in the marketplace, or like me, through coaching. Each time you come here, you'll be encouraged, you'll be empowered, and you will be challenged to step out of your comfort zone and believe in who God created you to be, to own it, to lean into it, and to really live it. It's my prayer that every time you come here, something I say instigates you to take action. Why? Because the world needs you. So have I ever told you that I'm a recovering workaholic? Like, I love what I do. I love working. I love accomplishing things. Nothing gets me more excited to finish something and to just sit there and stare at it. I know that's crazy. And sometimes I call my kids in and go, look, look what I got done. I really love everything that I get to do as a coach, as a mentor, as a minister. I love to speak. I just, I love to work. I I just do. And because I love it and because I know who I am, motivation's just not my problem. As a matter of fact, more my problem is to shut the office door and stay out of the office. But part of that, part of being a recovering workaholic makes this part really hard. And that is that I'm not in control of the results. See, that's hard on me. I want to think that if I work hard enough and I do the right things and I study hard enough that I can be in charge of the results. But the truth of the matter is the harvest is the Lord's. He's in charge of the results. Now, I I need to prepare the soil. I need to be ready. I can keep the harvest from coming, but I can't make the harvest come. So, Where do I get that? In Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they tell the story of when Jesus is telling the parable of the sower. And what I want you to recognize in this story that there were three three parts of the story where there were no results. Like two of them had small results, but nothing that lasted. But only the fourth one had massive results. 30, 60, and 100 fold, the Bible describes it as a massive multiplication to the work, the sowing that happened. But what was the difference? I remember the first time the Lord had me look at that. He said, is it the farmer? Is it the one sowing? And I was like, no, he sowed. He was the same sower in each field. He said, is it the seed that's the problem? And I was like, no, it appears that it's the same seed. 
because it says that the sower went to sow seed, some of the seed fell on hard ground, some of the seed fell on rocky ground, some of the seed fell on thorny ground, and some of the seed fell on good fertile ground. So what happened? Well, the seed that dropped on the hard ground, it never, it never penetrated the ground at all. It was so hard that the birds just came and ate it immediately. So there was no fruit, no result at all. Then you had the rocky ground and the seed did spring up for a little while, but because of the rocks, it grew no roots. And when the elements of the, of, of the sun and the wind, it actually would kill the plant because it had no root. It had no way to get nutrients. And then the third one, it grew up for a time, but the thorns began to choke it out. Now, the fourth soil, it was fertile. And so the seed landed and grew and, and grew uh, roots. And it said that it produced 30, 60, and 100 fold. So what was the difference? It wasn't the sower. It wasn't the seed. It was the ground. And what God began to show me is, Francine, my job is not the seed. That my job is not to be the sower. And my job isn't even about the harvest. My job is to make sure my soil, me, my heart, who God's throwing the seed into is good ground. So how do you do that? So the promise of the, of the good seed, right? Thrown by the sower, Jesus, is 30, 60, and 100 fold if I'm good ground. How do I do that? I spend time with the Lord. I spend time in worship. I grow in him. I let go of things that are rocky and thorny. See, the rocks are like holding bitterness, anger, um, uh, holding unforgiveness inside of me, being self-righteous or, or self-promoting or selfish, gossip. These are all things that are like rocks in the ground. And God will throw the seed in. And because I'm hanging on to stuff, the seed cannot truly grow because there's no, there's no root. So many times we want the Lord to fill us up. We're like, Lord, please come fill us up with joy and fill us up with peace and fill us up with these things. Yet we're hanging on to fear and bitterness and unforgiveness. And our cup is already so full of the junk that we want to hang on to. And we wonder why God has no room to pour the goodness in. Sometimes we need to go get in our room. We need to get on our knees and we need to empty out. If I'm self-reliant, if I'm honestly even self-confident, you see, I don't teach my clients to be self-confident. I teach them to be God-confident, to understand that the God that we serve loves us and wants to bless us. So I'm confident when I've done, I've studied to show, show myself approved, I have taken action and learned by doing as God has told me in obedience. And third, I know I'm right in the middle of God's will. When I have all three of those, I have a, what I call a God confidence. 
So I don't pump myself up by putting other people down. And I choose to know that I serve an amazing good father with good gifts. So when I take all the rocks out, when I don't allow thorns to be planted in my ground, which means the things of this world, the things where I, where I get focused on what the world wants to offer when God is telling me what success is, which is far better than the success the world wants to offer me. Um, I don't want to be famous. I, I want to be righteous, you know? Yes, I believe that King David... Um, There were so many in the Bible, Moses, Abraham, God made their name known, but he said, if you will humble yourself, I will lift you up, right? So it's not that God doesn't want to bless you. He does. He wants you to produce 30, 60, and 100 fold. He wants to bless you monetarily. He wants to give you um, favor in your workplaces, in your jobs, and in your business. He does. But it's in emptying ourselves and allowing God to bring the harvest. I'm not in charge of my results, but I am in charge of being ready for Jesus to sow a seed into me, the sower to sow the seed, and I'm going to be good ground. And then I can stand on the promise that the results will be a multiplication of 30, 60 and a hundredfold. See, the reason why I can stand knowing that my results are going to be good is because I consistently, hmm, at least I try to, consistently empty myself of anything that would be thorny ground, take out all the rocks and quit holding on to hard stuff and definitely not be hard ground, but really receive from the Lord to be good ground so that God can bring amazing results. I let him be the Lord of the harvest, but I'm in charge of making sure the ground's ready. What about you? Are you holding on to anything? Are you you letting thorns of this world, the distractions of the world, keep you from really reaching your full potential? Are you allowing hard places in your life to hang out and hang on? Don't let it. Allow God to heal you and and to show you how to weed that garden so that you'll be ready for the harvest that only he can bring. Thank you so much for joining me today. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. And if you haven't already, would you drop us a review? If you'd like to connect with me or with one of our awesome coaches, go to consumedcoaching.com and request a free coaching call. We would love to hear your story and what God is doing in your life, ministry, or business. Until next time, know that I am here for your success and I am here cheering you on. I wanted to take just a moment and tell you guys about 
a special program that I have if you already don't know about it. It's called Kingdom Coach HQ and this is for coaches. It's a support it's a support system, a membership, a library of resources. These are the people that I coach um, right now, I have four opportunities of coaching and community and meetings that we have. I'll have exclusive re- uh, retreats for these coaches. Um, it's just an incredible way if you are either starting or you are a coach. A lot of times we feel so alone and um, feel like, you know, can I, we have questions and you put them out in, in the, what my my son calls the metaverse and you get a hundred different answers. So what if you could be in a group of like-minded coaches, um, powerhouse coaches that, um, that cheer you on, like want you to succeed, don't see you as competition and you have resources at your fingertips and coaching with me, coaching with me where we can dig into what if you could do that for only $49 a month? Golly, that's a no brainer, you guys. So go to kingdomcoachhq.com, check out the details and join us. There's a 30 day free trial right there. 30 day free trial. Jump in, be a part of some of the group coaching, check out the resources, go check it out. All right. Talk to you soon. Thanks.